Assalamu alaikum everyone, it's me Aisha from Pakward episode 53. Back again wishing you all a blessed and happy Pakistani Independence Day. Jashne Azadi Mubarak. On this beautiful and historical day, I want to shed light on why this day means so much to me and why it should to you perhaps. Every year for this day, whether I am in Karachi or Toronto, I start looking for the perfect jorda to wear on 12th August. So the perfect clothes to wear on the 14th of August. And I want the perfect green and white clothes to show my pride when I go to a mela, mehfil, or a parade celebrating this day. Now, from Dil Dil Pakistan by Vital Signs to Hame Pyar Hai Pakistan Se by Atif Aslam, there's always something special about listening to these patriotic songs on this day growing up. And growing up, sometimes people have asked me and they wonder why the 14th of August means so much to me. You know, I don't come from a distinct Pakistani culture. I'm not Punjabi, Balochi, Hyderabadi, Sindhi. My ancestors were Pathan, and some say that I still am, but... To be honest, my family doesn't have that culture today. You know, that was something 100, 200 years ago. You know, I talked a little bit about that the last time I was here on Buckward. But today I want to talk about why the 14th of August is something I can celebrate. So here's why. Now, I come from a family that's traveled from modern day India to modern day Pakistan. And today these people make about roughly 7% of Pakistan's population, with most hailing from Karachi. Characteristically, we are known as Urdu-speaking, as it's our mother tongue, and others in Pakistan include Punjabi, Sindhi, Pashto, Balochi, many others. And as a group, as a whole, we're Mahajar, migrant. So many people I've come to find don't know that, (laughs) many Pakistani people, and many people who come from Mahajar families even, they don't know this. And I didn't until a few years ago. That age of migration was a very bloody era on both sides of the border. Families torn apart, there's corpse-ridden trucks, trains full of dead bodies arriving in both India and Pakistan as sent from the other border. The struggles pre-partition and post-partition are so strongly felt by those migrants, my great-grandparents for example, that they have such a hard time conveying their childhood stories to their descendants, like me. I've also read recently that a lot of them have PTSD, and that, that makes sense. It was it was a very war-torn time. It's been three years since my grandmother uncovered all this for me, the hole in my family's history. And she made sure to do so after my grandfather passed in 2017. So yes, it hurts when people sometimes joke about partition or say things like, I'm not truly Pakistani, when Pakistan feels just like home to me. It's like they treat it as something you forget, something that is avoided when we celebrate this day. And the greatest harm for me was finding out more because it only hurts to know what happened on both sides. Hindus, Sikhs, Muslims, all caught in a storm where there wasn't water falling, but just bloody rain. And to this day, I can never hold back my tears when reading an article or watching a documentary about partition because I decided to dig deeper and find out more even when my parents warned me against it. So today we celebrate the country we've become, but also remember the history and the struggles it took for us to get to this point. The bloodshed, the lives lost, the people who gave their very done their life for this. And I ask, if you care, do you know where you come from? Can you fathom the struggles of those before you and with the hand of faith and by the will of God you are in your place today? I'm just in awe at how everything came to be so I could be smiling with a flag in my hand in Canada on August 14th. When I hold that green and white flag in my hand, I'm reminded that it represents what my family and many others sought refuge in. And see, I can't help but extend that pride I have to celebrate this day and to extend to others who are not Pakistani and who celebrate other days for their nations. What does that symbol, that flag, your parents or your flag or your grandparents' flag mean to you today? And ultimately, yes, many lives were lost before and after 1947 and only few lived to tell their story today. 73 years, Pakistan as we know it today. 73 years it has been on this earth. 
Many holes were dug as unnamed graves were buried, and today, as we Pakistanis rejoice and celebrate, I can't help but extend our concerns for our brothers and sisters, specifically in Kashmir. A very close conflict. Kashmir has been in lockdown now for over a year. And in another 70 years or so, those generational effects will 100% be felt in Kashmir by the Kashmiri people, regardless of religion, regardless of ethnicity, regardless of language. Why I reiterate what happened 70 years ago is because history is repeating itself. No country is bad, no creed is bad, but there are bad actions taken by people God knows to be evil or not. There are bad beliefs that fuel hate, and there is so much ignorance. So I ask, even as we celebrate today, please do not turn a blind eye to Kashmir. Don't turn a blind eye anywhere. Don't stop talking about it. Don't let these movements die. And don't let history repeat itself another time. And on a final note, as I got older, I realized something. Soni Dharti may have been written as a patriotic song for Pakistan, and no one can erase its presence on this planet. Allah SWT will inshallah keep it abad, full of people, love and life till the end of time. But I like to also think that dharti means earth, every land, every nation, every people. So what I like to think is, may we see you free as long as the world lasts, O oh beautiful earth. May God keep you forever happy. Jab tak hai ye dunia baaki hum dekhein azad tujhe hum dekhein azad sohni dharti allah rakhe qadam qadam mahabat tujhe qadam qadam mahabat Jashn e azadi mubarak everyone assalamu alaikum think about Pakistan you know there's two people that come into mind and those two people had a very profound impact on the world not just for the founding of Pakistan but just in general to show people that you know if if you have a vision you can accomplish whatever you want but it always comes at a price you know when we think about the founding of Pakistan two people come into mind those two people are Muhammad Ali Jinnah and Allah Akbar right when I look at Muhammad Ali Jinnah I just saw the I just recently saw the movie Jinnah and I see a man with a vision. You know, I see somebody that has a vision and that would do anything possible to actually accomplish his vision. Whether that's even, you know, cutting ties with his daughter and, you know, just making some changes within his personal life, you know, they'll do it. And, you know, those type of people come in like only once in a generation because they're just so committed to a goal and they're so committed to a vision that all they do is just eat, breathe and sleep that vision. And it's so amazing to see that, you know, we can find these people and then we can actually, you know, just rally behind them and they and just produce something so special. And that is Pakistan. You know, same goes with Allah Iqbal. You know, Allah Iqbal, you know, he had a dream. Unfortunately, he didn't get to see his dream get fulfilled in real life because he passed away before the founding of Pakistan. But, you know, just to see how ideas are just created and how ideas are just, you know, brought to fruition by people. They don't sleep till the job gets done. It's always amazing to see stuff like this. And it's always amazing to actually be a part of it, you know, because I do have family members who remember the partition, who actually have been through the partition, who actually migrated from India to Pakistan. And, you know, it's always great to hear stories like that. And it's always very special to hear that your own family has been a part of the partition. 
when you when you talk about Pakistan and you, know, you especially if you're living abroad, you know you talk about a lot of different different ideas, different things, and we always talk about what do you love about Pakistan most? What do you miss about Pakistan most while living abroad? You know what I love about Pakistan most is the hospitality that our people give. For us over overseas Pakistanis, whenever we go to Pakistan, and you know the hospitality that we receive and you know the love that we receive, it's it's always amazing. And you know the one thing that you you never get in a Western country or in any other country. The one thing you never get is, you know, sitting on a rooftop, enjoying mangoes with your family members and just, you know, not having a thing to worry about in the world. That is what makes every single trip to Pakistan special. That family time you spend, that's the thing you miss most when you leave Pakistan and go to go to live abroad. And if you're living abroad and you're missing about Pakistan, that's the one main thing you miss about Pakistan. Just the camaraderie, just the upnayat that you get from, from your own people, your own family members. It's You know, that is never that cannot be replicated in any other country except Pakistan. You know, you're sitting on a rooftop, you have, you're enjoying the mangoes and not just giving, not caring about anything else in the world because only that matters. Only that thing matters. Mangoes, chai, biscuit, pani, usko dabo, chai, gendera, kao. You know, that is, that is just an amazing feeling. And I'm sure every single Pakistani has witnessed that. And, you know, they, if they're living in Pakistan, you get to experience that every single day. And people that are living in Pakistan, they may take that for granted. You know, you appreciate those things more when you go live abroad. That is never replicated in a Western country. And you only get that feeling once you're in Pakistan. And it's an amazing feeling. And, you know, that is one thing I just love about my Pakistani identity is just that the hospitality that uh, we give to our people, uh, you know, what we stand for. We stand for faith, unity, and discipline. And, you know, I just hope that one day we can actually live up to those ideals. And, you know, I actually get to see why it's so special every single time on 14 August. When every time I watch, you know, these historical videos about Pakistan and the founding of Pakistan and, you know, what guy has stood for, what Pakistan stood for, freedom of religion, you know, the Medina Riyasat, you know, and when Imran Khan talks about Medina Riyasat, you know, that's what Pakistan is, you know. It's always amazing to actually see all of it and just reminisce it every single time Jodagas comes around and just, you know, just live it, live it again. And I've actually celebrated Jodagas in Pakistan. It's probably the most amazing things I've ever done, one of the most funnest things I've ever done, you know, just that passion you see in people, just the, the excitement and the happiness, it's, it never can be replicated. And I do believe Pakistan has a bright future, despite all the, uh, you know, the negative news that we get sometimes in the press, but uh, we do have a bright future. It's just a matter of, you know, making sure that we have a platform within Pakistan that can elevate our people, because our people have a lot of talent. And that talent always sometimes, unfortunately, goes abroad. And when, when that talent goes abroad, we see it. We see people get so much success. You know, we have seen some seen people get so much success in Pakistan as well, but also abroad when they go abroad, like such, such as in the UK and and North America. You know, we've seen all that success. A lot of times, you know, there's so much talent in Pakistan that sometimes, you know, they don't have platforms to actually elevate their talents and show their talents to the world. You know, even even if we're living abroad as overseas Pakistanis, we always have our homelands back. And, you know, we always love our homeland and we will do everything to make sure our homeland is fine. And, you know, that's why we have a bright future. I believe we have a bright future because we have also have a very bright prime minister after a very long time. So, you know, it's uh, it may take some time for us to actually see some of those good results. But, you know, the future is bright. We just need to believe. Pakistan Zindabad, Pakistan Pindabad. Yeah, um, 
मैं तीन चीज़ों के बारे में बात करूँगा जो पाकिस्तान में पाई जाती हैं और मेरे ख्याल से दुनिया में और कहीं नहीं पाई जाएंगी इफ़ यू आर पाकिस्तान दैट इज़ तो सबसे पहली चीज़ इज़ सिक्योरिटी अब दैट्स अ बिट कॉन्ट्रोवर्शल आप बोलेंगे ओ पाकिस्तान में तो सिक्योरिटी नहीं है ये हो जाता है वो हो जाता है उस मामले की सिक्योरिटी नहीं सिक्योरिटी ऑफ माइंड सिक्योरिटी ऑफ योर रिलीजन वन आफ इज़ इन दू के आई कम्प्लीट माई बैशर सुन दें तो वहाँ पर आपको शायद याद होगा मैनचेस्टर में बॉमिंग हुई थी थ्री फोर ईयर को वन दैट इंसिडेंट अकर्ड ना हम लोग वैसे ही वो वीकली जाते थे उधर लोकल एक मस्जिद होती थी वहाँ पैदल जाते थे तो जब वहाँ हम जाते थे हर हफ्ते नमाज पढ़ने तो द वीक दैट इंसिडेंट अकर्ड द नेक्स्ट वीक मैं मस्जिद नहीं गया बिकॉज आई वॉज लिविंग इन सच अ स्टेट ऑफ फेयर कि यार मेरे साथ कुछ होना चाहिए बेशक इस तरह होना नहीं चाहिए था डर लेकिन उस वक्त था कि यार ये मेरी ज़मीन भी नहीं है इधर कि लोग समझेंगे भी नहीं पता नहीं किस तरह रिएक्ट करें ऑल दस मैं फिर ये जब वापस आया हूँ तो मैंने अल्लाह का ये शुक्र किया कि यार मैं सजदा सुकून में कर सकता हूँ बगैर खौफ के बगैर खौफ के आप यकीन कर सजदा ना कर सके आई नेवर थाट आई वुड एक्सपीरियंस दिस तो अल्लाह का ये शुक्र है कि इधर आप बिला खौफ अपनी ये टेम्पल्स वगैरह जा सकते हैं या आप अपने मस्जिद जा सकते हैं आप अपने गुरुद्वारे जा सकते हैं कि भाई आपकी ही ज़मीन है आप इधर के ही तो आपको कोई खौफ नहीं होना चाहिए द सेकेंड थिंग इज़ यहाँ की ज़मीन अब ये इसी बात में आ जाती है कि अपनी ही ज़मीन पर आप सजदा कर सकते हैं बगैर खौफ के लेकिन इधर की ज़मीन की एक खासियत है अब मेरे घर में लीची का दरख्त है आड़ू का दरख्त है माल्टों के वो लगाए हुए पौधे दरख्त वो बन ही जाएंगे एवेंचुअली हमने लीम के पौधे लगाए हुए वो भी बन जाएंगे दरख्त हमने माशा सेब के लगाए हुए कीनू के लगाए हुए एंड आलूछों के लगाए हुए आलू बुखारे के लगाए हुए एंड अभी हमने वो धनिया भी लगाई हुई है टमाटर भी लगाए हुए हैं हमने हरी मिर्ची भी लगाई हुई है एंड बिलीव मी इट्स नॉट लाइक वी हैव डिसेंट स्पेस इन द हाउस लेकिन इट्स नॉट अलॉट एज़ कम्पेयर टू मतलब जो आप बाहर देखेंगे अलहमदिल्ला आप इस ज़मीन की ये खासियत देखें कि यहाँ पे कुछ भी आप लगाएं इट विल स्टार्ट ग्रोइंग हमारे पास अलहमदिल्ला एलोवेरा कैक्टस एवरी थिंग इज ग्रोइंग एंड तो माशा इट इज़ सो फर्टाइल आई गेट लॉट ऑफ एनवियस मैसेज फ्राम लॉट ऑफ पीपल इन यूरोप मेरे फ्रेंड्स थे वो कहते हैं कि यार आप लोग तो घर में ही सारी चीज़ें बना रहे हो हम लोग उनको मार्केट जाना पड़ता है सारी चीज़ें लेने के लिए मैं कहता हूँ यार देख लो यही फ़ायदा होता है इन पाकिस्तान अलहमदिल्ला यू कैन ग्रो एनी थिंग ओवर वी आर ब्लेस्ड विद फाइव ब्यूटीफुल रिवर्स एंड थर्ड थिंग टॉक अबाउट इज योर सेंस ऑफ आइडेंटिटी अगर आपको कोई मिलता है जो कहे कि यार मैं पाकिस्तानी नहीं हूँ यू लुक एट एम बियर्ड यू नो यार तुम पाकिस्तानी नहीं हो लगते तो पाकिस्तानी बोले नहीं मैं ब्रिटिश हूँ नहीं मैं कनेडी हूँ ओ भाई तुम पाकिस्तानी हो ठीक है इट फील्स वीड इट फील्स आउट ऑफ प्लेस ना कि यार ये बंदा उसको हुआ क्या है खैर लेट्स नॉट डोल लेकिन आप ये देखें कि आर पाकिस्तानी पीपल वी आर वेरी प्राउड ऑफ आर हेरिटेज वी आर वेरी प्राउड ऑफ आर आइडेंटिटी किसी आप बड़े शहर में आप जाएँ एनी वेयर इन द वर्ल्ड ऑलवेज ऑलवेज सी लाइक अ पाकिस्तानी सोसाइटी या पाकिस्तानी मस्जिद या एनी थिंग बिकॉज अलहमदिल्ला वी आर एवरी वेयर विद फिफ्थ या सिक्स बिगेस्ट नेशन इन द वर्ल्ड ऑलरेडी तो यस वी शुड नेवर यू नो डिस्काउंट आर सेल्व एंड हाँ यहाँ मैं आपको एक चीज़ बताऊँ इट्स अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग क्रश द नंबर दी अदर डे सो पाकिस्तान रिप्रजेंट्स टू परसेंट ऑफ द ग्लोबल पॉपुलेशन एंड वी नो एज अ फैक्ट सिक्सटी परसेंट फॉर पाकिस्तानीज दे आर बिलो द एज ऑफ थर्टी सो दैट मीन्स वन परसेंट ऑफ द ग्लोबल पॉपुलेशन इज जस्ट पाकिस्तानी यूथ तो आप अंदाजा लगाएं एक तो हमारी तादाद एंड आर केपेबिलिटीज वॉट वी कैन अचीव हैप्पी फोर्टीन ऑफ ऑगस्ट एवरी वन एंड इन शाफ के रस्ते आसान करना
दिल कुर्बान इस पे जान भी कुर्बान इस पे दिल कुर्बान इस पे The thing that I love most about Pakistan is actually the people of Pakistan, Pakistanis themselves. अगर देखा जाए तो Pakistan is not really a very rich country. तो यहाँ पर problems की ratio भी comparatively ज़्यादा होती है. We have to face more problems on daily basis. लेकिन हमारे यहाँ के जो लोग हैं वो बहुत ज़्यादा रेजिलियंट हैं इस सेंस में के खुश रहने की कोई ना कोई वजह ढूँढ ही लेते हैं चाहे जितने भी हमारे वर्स्ट हालात भी हों जिस पे बाहर की दुनिया जो है देर लाइक ओ माई गॉड इतना कुछ हो गया है वहाँ पे पाकिस्तानी फिर भी कोई ना कोई चिल रहने का तरीका ढूंढ ही रहते हैं इवन दो इट्स लाइक कि अगर सुबह कोई मसला हुआ है तो शाम को जो है उस पर पूरी मीम्स बन रही हैं और ह्यूमर कंटेंट सोशल मीडिया पे आपको हर जगह नजर आएगा छोटे छोटे जो हमारे पास एक्सक्यूजेज होते हैं खुशियाँ मनाने के पाकिस्तानीज मेक श्योर दे डोंट लेट इट को फॉर एग्जाम्पल लॉर्ड ऑफ पीपल ऑब्जेक्ट ऑन दिस के यू नो पाकिस्तान में तो जी जिस तरह अगर वेडिंग सेलिब्रेशन है वो इतनी ज़्यादा उन्होंने हाइप अप करके मनाने हैं या पहले एक मेहंदी का फिर बारात का एंड देर आर सो मैनी फंक्शंस लेकिन अगर देखा जाए तो दे ऑल आर जस्ट अ काइंड ऑफ एक्सक्यूजेज कि उतनी ही ज़्यादा आपकी खुशी मनाने के जो तरीके हैं वो ज़्यादा हैं पाकिस्तानियों का जो डिप्रेशन uh, रेट है वो एज़ कम्पेयर टू वेस्टर्न वर्ल्ड काफ़ी कम है यहाँ पर भी है डिप्रेशन ऑफ कोर्स लेकिन यहाँ पर जिसके रेट हैं वो कम हैं इनफैक्ट हमारे तो प्राइम मिनिस्टर भी यही कहते हैं कि जो भी हो जाए आपने घबराना नहीं है सो यू नो बहुत ही चिल रहती है आई नो लॉट ऑफ पीपल से कि पाकिस्तानी ढीट बहुत है बट एन अदर टर्म फॉर दैट वुड बी रेजिलियंस बहुत ज्यादा है कि जितना मर्जी कुछ हो जाए हम लोग गिव अप नहीं करते यू नो वी ऑलवेज फाइंड अ वे टू मेक थिंग्स हैपन द वे वी वॉन्ट तो जो भी चीज नहीं हो रही होती तो उसके लिए हम कोई जुगाड़ कर लेते हैं कि वो हो जाए एंड दिस एटीट्यूड दैट आई एम टॉकिंग अबाउट ये सिर्फ किसी एक स्पेसिफिक क्लास के लिए नहीं है कि सिर्फ अपर क्लास में या सिर्फ लोअर क्लास में ये हर क्लास में पाकिस्तानीज की आपको मिलेगा अपर क्लास हो अपर मिडिल क्लास हो लोअर क्लास हो उन सब में ये कॉमन ट्रेड है कि चाहे जितने भी स्क्रीवड अप हों वो उनके ऊपर मतलब यूजली उनके चेहरे पर एक स्माइल होती है और कुछ लोग होते हैं जो उस सिचुएशन में भी सिल्वर लाइनिंग जो है उसको देख रहे होते हैं एंड आई नो के इस एटीट्यूड में भी कुछ ना कुछ मॉडिफिकेशन की जरूरत है लेकिन ओवरऑल दिस इज दूड जो कि नेशंस को जितने भी उनके बैड टाइम्स होते हैं उनमें से गुजारने में जो हेल्प आउट करता है वो यही है कि जो लाइट एट द एंड ऑफ टनल है उसको देख रहे होते हैं बेसिकली एंडर फैक्ट दैट आई लव अबाउट पाकिस्तानीज इज दैट पाकिस्तानीज आर वन ऑफ द मोस्ट फ्रेंडलीस्ट पीपल एज वेल एज हॉस्पिटेबल और इसकी सबसे कॉमन एग्जाम्पल इज लाइक योर देसी मॉम शाउटिंग एट यू वेन द गेस्ट आर एट डोर के मेहमान आ गए हैं जल्दी से ये चीजें उठाओ जल्दी से ये चीजें लेकर आओ जो फ्रिज में सबसे अच्छा पड़ा हुआ है जो डिजर्ट है सब कुछ लेकर आओ रखो उनके आगे यू नो इवन अगर आप उसको नहीं जानते हो आपके खाला के मामू के चाचे का बेटा भी हो यू डोंट नो दैट पर्सन लेकिन फिर भी उसके लिए जितना कुछ है वो सब कुछ प्रेजेंट करना एंड यू नो गिविंग दी अटमोस्ट इम्पोर्टेंस टू देम सो दिस इज दी फैक्ट इवन आई वॉज लिसनिंग टू योर पॉडकास्ट जो कुछ दिनों पहले आई गेस डैना के साथ आपने रिकॉर्ड किया था जिसमें वो बता रही थी कि उसका पाकिस्तान के साथ एक्सपीरियंस कैसा रहा सो दिस इज ट्रू कि जब तक आप पाकिस्तान में आकर उस चीज़ को एक्सपीरियंस करते हो ओनली देन यू कैन टेल कि कितनी हॉस्पिटल स्टोरी इज रियलिस्टिक एंड 
you kind of get to know the Pakistani taste and culture in it. Even if you are like miles away from your country, if you're just watching a Pakistani drama or even a trailer of it, that actually kind of takes you back to Pakistan or its essence you feel. So the next time you are complaining about Pakistan, remember this thing that no country or no thing is perfect. Everything has its pros and cons. Everything has its problems, ups and downs. At least this is a country where you belong truly. And you can't say that you are immigrant. Ho. You know, you can't say that you are This is the country where you have open arms se welcome karta hai. And it's your duty to pay back in whatever way you can. Just like Make sure to always remember, even if it's just in your prayers. <laughs> Seventy-three years ago, Pakistan and India awoke to life and freedom following two centuries of oppression at the hands of the British. Fifty-three years ago, my father was born. Forty-three years ago, he migrated to the UK. And eighteen years ago, I was born on British soil. So what does Pakistan mean to me? As a British Pakistani who has spent the majority of his life living in Britain, going to a British school, speaking with a British accent, and living a life free of load shedding, it is fair to say that I have very little practical connection to the land of Pakistan. However, if it were not for Pakistan, my way of life would not exist. You see, the 14th of August 1947 didn't just change the subcontinent, it changed the world. The establishment of Pakistan was a declaration. It was a middle finger to the British saying that your time is up and we've come to take back what is ours. It was a statement that we are here and we are human. It was the breaking of shackles so that I, the child of immigrants, could hold my head up high instead of bowed down in servitude to European masters. It afforded me the dignity to walk on British streets on equal footing with my white British counterparts. It gave me the basic human rights that we so often take for granted. It was only three generations back that my great-grandfather was an imperial subject. And here I am, in the land of his oppressor, sticking it to the white man. Independence did not just give sovereignty to a land 6,000 kilometers away, it gave sovereignty to people. It granted people the ability to write their own destinies. So again, what does Pakistan mean to me? To me, Pakistan means freedom. What does Pakistan mean to me? As a kid, I was had this sort of um, identity crisis. I didn't know where I belonged. You know, living overseas, you always hang out with the local Indian community, the local Southern Asian community. And I tried to blend in with them, but for some reason, I was never accepted and never felt comfortable, always felt out of place. And, you know, they look down on Pakistanis over there. It's always been that way. And they looked at me as if I was inferior to them. They made fun of my culture, my language. And I would hide the fact that I'm from Pakistan sometimes just to like avoid all the hazing and, and, and you know, the insults and stuff. This went on a long time until I was watching TV one day. It was 14th August and I, and I saw the ceremony at Vaga Boda. 
you know, when they hoist the flag and everyone's clapping and screaming. And when I saw that, I realized that I, I belong to a free country. You know, I, I, I come from a place where I will be accepted and uh, nobody will make fun of me. You know, that's my culture. And this is something to be proud of. It gave me a sense of belonging. And Alhamdulillah, that was the day that my issue, my identity crisis ended. I realized that I, I belong to a free, independent and powerful Muslim nation. And this was something to be proud of. So for the first time, I was proud of who I was. Alhamdulillah for this nation. I am so, so grateful to Allah Ta'ala that I was born in Karachi, Pakistan. It's definitely something to be proud of. And, and people who looked down at me back then for being Pakistani, because you try to blend in with these people because you want to have a group of friends. You need to have somebody socially. And that was the pressure that I had. Being a Pakistani, you, they, they'd make fun of me. I didn't really have that many Pakistani friends. I actually didn't have any Pakistani friends. So this was very, very important for me. The day that I realized that I, I belong to a great nation. And two things contributed to this, obviously, in the Independence Day ceremony and reading the life of Qaeda Azam, Rahmatullahi So, Alhamdulillah, for Pakistan, I am so, so proud to belong to this country. Pakistan, Zindabad. <laughs> Salam to the Bakord universe. I'm Talha from the Bay Area, California. Uh, I just wanted to share a little Independence Day tidbit from my past. Uh, so years ago, I went to Karachi, Pakistan, where my family is from. The main purpose for going back was to attend a family shadi, but coincidentally, I was also there during August 14th. And I was a bit confused, I remember, because people were celebrating outside on the TV. I saw like buses with flags on it and colored green. And also like same thing with other vehicles, all sorts of decorations everywhere. Even my family was celebrating. I think that was probably my first Independence Day experience, both physically being there and like in my mind, if that makes sense. I also don't know why my family didn't tell me either. Uh, they probably assumed that I already knew because it's such a big day. But I think sometimes when you grow up in a country outside, like for me in the U.S., uh, you subconsciously ignore things like that, like holidays of other countries. And my mind just never went there, I think, even though I'm Pakistani-American. I was just in my own present, I suppose. I remember realizing to myself, Oh, yeah, of course, Pakistan has an Independence Day, just like the U.S. has their own Independence Day. Uh, can't believe I didn't realize that. It's just, it's just funny to me how my mind had just totally not considered that possibility and the celebrations that come with it. Pretty much up until then, my my view of celebrations in Pakistan were that there were two Eids, and that was literally the only days of celebration in Pakistan. When I think back on this, it's it's kind of funny and a good reminder to myself that we all have you know, our particular viewpoints and biases to consider. Anyway, I uh, really hope the experience of Independence Day is good, and I hope to experience that myself once again someday and other celebrations there, and happy Independence Day.
that I love about Pakistan. If I didn't have those summer trips in my childhood to Pakistan, I may not have had anything to say and anything to be fond of. In those trips, I remember being amazed at the colorful and immensely decorated trucks, taking walks through the dhaba near the house for some imli and churan. Our relatives lived in the valley, and it would often be windy, so I enjoyed being on the chat and laying on the charpai and just soaking in the sun. This was also different than the U.S. The trucks are plain here with some logo. There are convenience stores that don't have the same rustic vibes, and rooftops are not at all common, but instead backyard havens are abundant. One of my most favorite things about Pakistan is the evolving fashion of traditional clothes. Many countries have forsaken their traditional clothing for more modern and western styles. I greatly admire Pakistanis for keeping their culture alive and active. Those trips to Pakistan allowed me to see and experience at least some of the country and the people. It gave me perspective and I'm grateful for that. Being Pakistani will always be part of my identity and it's the little things that make it great. Yeah, this is Ikram uh, from Islamabad, speaking from Islamabad, Pakistan, and I am a full-time university student and my majors are in mechanical engineering. Starting from my childhood, I remember we used to decorate the whole streets with my friends, hanging treasure rows of uh, those small flags that we used to call Jandia in Pakistan. So we used to paste on poles in everywhere near our homes and stuff. Then we used to buy some fireworks and patakhas and uh, uh, some badges and stuff yeah so and also buying a uh, one, one big flag for to fix that with a grill on our roof so yeah the most fun part was uh, to burn those fireworks cause my grandpa or dad used to yell us uh, like all the time you do the extreme clinking sound and it was like kind of dangerous and they were like don't do this and oh bagar to na hi kam kare karo and milte chawas pehndi hai and par ja ke burn and stuff so yeah that was a like most fun part of that era so but as we all grown up and all the small things that we used to do and they just vanish so as an adult these days uh, i usually wear a green kurta and shalwar and i very often like not very often but yeah i just don't uh, feel good wearing shalwar means so, yeah, but that, that that doesn't mean i'm a burger okay so i go i go to some malls with my brother and for some outing and yeah just to have some good time with him and in the end it's not about like always celebrating that we have this gift of independence and that's enough for us instead of that uh, we should cash that potential that we have given and use this independence to grow into a better nation worldwide thank you all allah hafiz went about to start this podcast. I had a choice on what the podcast would be about. I wanted it to be about identity. Well, I had a choice there too. Growing up in America, I've had Indian and Bangladeshi and Nepali friends and acquaintances 
In fact, I've had more Indian friends than Pakistani friends throughout my life. I just never lived around a lot of Pakistani people. The podcast could very well be about South Asian culture. That's an attribute that all of us from these countries have in common, of course. Lots of Pakistanis living here in the U.S. often mix in with the rest of the South Asian diaspora to have a greater support system. There's not many of us to begin with. And that's a beautiful thing and often necessary because when we unite, we become a bigger voice here. But it didn't seem fulfilling to me to create a podcast broadly about South Asians. There was a gap. The problem is that there's already ample content out there that is geared towards a broad South Asian market. And that inevitably becomes more Indian than anything because the population of Indians is much greater than Pakistanis. In my case, I wanted the Pakistani identity to shine. We need more platforms, I thought. There's not enough focus on content that is specifically for Pakistanis, especially those living abroad. The goal is to have a podcast that emphasizes a Pakistani identity and brings young Pakistanis together from all around the world to a central place where we can connect, share our issues, and feel a sense of comfort by knowing that we are not alone. We would discuss issues that are specific to Pakistanis and the Pakistani diaspora. So I started a Pakistani podcast. Over the last 60 plus episodes, I interviewed people from not only America, Canada, UK, and of course Pakistan, but also from Hong Kong, Spain, France, Germany, Malaysia, and soon with a few in African countries as well. It's been extremely fun hearing these stories from people in vastly different places and yet being able to relate to them. That is what excites me about this podcast. Before I started this podcast, I started a Pakistani Discord server in early 2017. This wasn't to fulfill any kind of mission. In fact, Discord is not entirely useful. It's very time draining, so I wasn't expecting much out of it. Still, when I made this server, I called it simply Pakistan, because there was no other major Pakistan-focused Discord at the time. Little did I know that the server would grow, become a fun little community, and give rise to the idea of the podcast someday, a few years later. By the way, that server today is still highly active, though it's turned into a bunch of teenagers doing pundi and bagartia. Too much for me to handle, so I don't hang out there as much anymore. But what can you say? It's Discord. Our first several episodes featured guests directly from that Discord server. But we're now at a point where we've expanded beyond that. And most of our guests now come from our community of listeners and our outreach. And I love the support that I've gotten from listeners while doing this podcast. Every week I get very positive emails and messages from Pakistani people all over the world, and even non-Pakistanis in fact, saying how much they love to tune in because they can relate to the guests and to the content so much. And I always tell them, thank the guests because they are the backbone of this, what makes this podcast so exciting. I would have never been able to run this podcast if it was just about me rambling on for 30-40 minutes. I don't think I'm that exciting. I'm just happy to have people come on the podcast and have them share their lives with us. At the end of the day, I'm just glad that this podcast could be about young Pakistani generations. It's truly created its own distinct vibe. And thanks to this network of online friends that we have all made through Instagram or Discord, I'm able to celebrate August 14th in a very unconventional way through the internet. Listening to Azadi songs on YouTube, Jive Pakistan, Ye Watan Tumara Hai, talking to online friends on voice chats, we do what we can. And it works out. This August 14th, I would like to speak a little bit further on identity. It's hard enough for many of us being raised abroad to cope with a brown or desi identity. Having a Pakistani identity, I think, is even trickier. Specifically, I get asked numerous, numerous, numerous times where I'm from, and my answer is always Pakistani. And then countless times I've gotten a response similar to, oh, so you're Indian. Or, uh, oh, so it's the same thing as Indians. But I feel a shade of ignorance in that statement. And it's not like it's offensive for us to associate with Indians. No, we know that we have a very strong cultural connection with India. We didn't always have these borders between us. I've mentioned this before. That it's not like Pakistan just landed from the sky in 1947. People lived on that land 
on that Pakistani soil before 1947 as well, and we inherited their culture. This isn't about separating us from them. In fact, we recognize the great similarities that we have between Pakistanis and Indians, including our love for food, music, cricket, and much more. For me, it's about not being discarded as, oh, you're just another person from that part of the world. If a non-Desi American person tells me we're the same, I ask them, do you think Americans and Canadians are the same? Both countries are majority Caucasian, speak the same language, and celebrate the same holidays, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's Day. Yet many Americans take offense to being lumped in with Canadians, and I'm sure Canadians feel the same way. People often try to group all Asian countries, China, Japan, Korea, into the same bucket. They'll often say things like, oh, they look similar, which greatly exposes either their ignorance or their racism, whatever it is. But just like how Koreans can easily tell themselves apart from Japanese, Pakistanis can usually tell each other apart from Indians. The subtle differences are quite easily visible to us in our clothing, our languages, and a better eye for identifying our ethnic groups. Yes, we have shared ethnic groups like Punjabis and Muhajirs, but after 73 years, even those have become more distinguishable. These things are subconscious now, but confirm that indeed, we do have a distinct identity. And then there is non-overlapping ethnicities, Sindhis, Pashtuns, Balochis. Rather than grouping us into as few categories as possible for your convenience, why not spend time learning about us and our cultures? For example, India itself is full of so many different and diverse cultures that it ought to be studied in its deepest depths. Similarly, Pakistan has its own cultures and distinct attributes, and they're all worthy of being understood as well. But, to be fair, it's not entirely their fault for not knowing our cultures better and not being able to tell them apart. Perhaps we Pakistanis haven't done a good enough job to emphasize our identity, and it's time to change that now. That we're not just brown people, not just South Asians. We're not just a handful of people you saw on the news headlines reflecting a negative image of our country. We are Pakistanis. In the words of Qaeda Azam, there is no power on earth that can undo Pakistan. I would add to that, that there's no power on earth that will erase your identity. It may be lost on many of us. We may be confused and dumbfounded of who we are. Hell, many of us can't even say a word of Urdu. But as long as we live, this identity will stay with us. Think about that. Next time someone asks you, where are you from? Even if you were born in the US, Canada, UK, or any other country outside of Pakistan, I'm sure you get asked that question a lot. Where are you from? You might answer, I'm from right here. I was born in New York City. No, 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 no. Where are you really from? Where are your parents from? They won't budge until you answer it differently. How many of us have avoided answering that question straightforwardly? I am from Pakistan. How hard is it to say that? Say it with pride. If you say it with confidence and self-respect, they will respect you. I know that from experience. And lastly, another homework assignment for us, perhaps, can be to first learn about our own cultures, learn about the Balochis, Sindhis, Kashmiris, Muhajirs, Pashtuns, Baltis, and Punjabis, and all the other great ethnic groups living in this great country. Then learn about the other cultures. This is not about separating each other. Again, I want to emphasize that this is not about separating each other, but uniting each other through appreciation and knowledge of our languages, our values, and lifestyles. This is the excitement of anthropology, a subject I deeply, deeply admire. The study of people and their cultures, it empowers us and increases harmony and decreases divides. The solution is not to paint everybody with a broad brush. Learn about all of them. Appreciate that diversity. It's fascinating. Azadi Mubarak and happy Chodan Agast. Pakistan, Zindabad. Pakistani, we will win, 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 we will